and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code FRUITS. That wreck at Martin Luther King and Kelly Cemetery is still our only working accident. It turned out to be a no injury. And we got some patchy fog this morning. That mask and hose keeping you awake? Dr. Sandman is offering $500 off the Somnodent, an easy-to-use oral device, insurance-approved for sleep apnea and for snoring. 350-CARE or RandallSandlin.com. I'm Captain Nick in the Jordan Lane Popeye Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI. Hi. Hi, I'm Tamika Hayes, a physician assistant at Spine and Neuro Center. If you're suffering from back and neck pain, it's good to know that a physician assistant or nurse practitioner can see you as soon as the next day. We will evaluate you, order imaging studies, and develop a treatment plan that'll get you feeling better. Plus, if need be, we'll get you into one of our neurosurgeons as soon as possible. Take the first step toward finding a treatment plan that's right for you. Spine and Neuro Center at Huntsville Hospital. Call 533-1600. With half a brain tied, well, not quite, more along the lines of just half a brain. And for a bonus, at least he made it into work this morning. Once again, here's the Valley's longest reigning talk host. Hey, we never said he was any good. Fred Holland on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. Well, got a little fog. Did you encounter any fog on the way in this morning, uh, not, not a bit. All right. You got to be down near a river or in a valley or something, and apparently not all over. But we had to play Flat and Scruggs earlier this morning. So, <laughs> Anyway, Tom Brandon is uh, one of two remaining Republican candidate for Madison County Commission uh, District 1. And uh, you vote Tuesday. They're, t- they're saying 20 up to 20. 22% turnout as possible. That would yeah. would that be better than a lot of July votes? Yeah, so it's we'll a, see. Yeah, it's uh, all all the all the past statistics show that for the a runoff uh, it goes down considerably. Yeah, particularly in the summer. Right. Of course we don't have a lot else to do. Well, you know, here. the other the other thing is with uh, with it being pushed off like it was, it was kind of out of and with Everything else that's going on, it's been kind of out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. And so uh, just trying to get everybody re-educated and get everybody back up to speed again with what's going on has been has been a chore. We um, we ask this of everybody uh, just because it's just a fun question. How does one campaign in the apocalypse? <laughs> <laughs> Very carefully. The uh, the uh, you know. Of course, we do live in a time where social media is so prevalent that, you know, you, you do social media things and you do some, do some mailings if you can do that. And, uh, you know, cause you can't talk to a group and, and nobody wants to answer their door if you're standing on the yeah. outside knocking on, and you know, on a good day, nobody wants to knock, wants a politician knocking on their door much less. Yeah. And now if you showed up with a mask on, that makes it even worse. Yeah, yeah. The banks are challenged now. (laughs) There you go. I think. All right. So, so from the time you were here last, what, what what is it going to take to, to, to prevail on Tuesday? Well, a, a, a big thing I think that we're definitely want is we just mentioned is, is voter turnout. There's going to need to be a voter turnout. On if as you know, if you look at the sample ballot there for this runoff, there's there's not depending on where you live in the county and what district you're in, there there's not a whole lot on the ballot. And so whether people feel that it is worth their while to come out and vote uh, is is another thing. And you know that's probably the the message we've been trying to get across to everybody is that hey, look, this is this is important. Uh, you want to get out there and you want your voice to be heard and and and. Obviously, I, I want to be that voice for them, and so uh, this is an important time for them to get out and, and uh, vote. All right, you were you were relating a story to me about somebody had posted on social media. You know, what do you think of this mask thing? Right. And it was like two in the morning, mm-hmm. and then like at three in the morning, they said, "Well, obviously, this guy doesn't care." And you're going, "You know, we do sleep." <laughs> um, so I do ask, well, what about the mask thing? I mean, it, it it is what it is. They were trying to get the governor. Look, I wouldn't want to be be a be a politician right now, right, frankly. Right. Because everybody was hoping the governor would pull the trigger on this. She didn't, so local officials had to. What do you, my sense is there could have been calls for more stuff. Is this more of a compromise? How would you have voted on this? Well, you know, this is one of those things that is obviously so many of these type of things that come up. This is 
if you're if you're dealing with that, it's definitely a no win scenario because you're going to upset somebody one way or the Very other. Very true. You, know, you, can't, you can't win on that. The only the only thing and and how they went about deciding this is something they needed to do. You know, I don't know exactly what steps did they do and what information did they glean to make to make these steps. The problem right now that I see is. <clears throat> You whether whether you're you're pro mask or you're not pro mask, uh, one way or the other, both sides can pull out a list of a, a dozen more doctors can't, who are certified. <laughs> yeah, you know, and who are certified in their fields, who are outstanding, who are authorities. I'm going to put and, my yeah, experts yeah, exactly, up against your exactly. experts, and, and yeah. both sides can say. Uh, Hey, the, you know, here's here's our proof, and, and you've got this long list of doctors that says yes, this is effective. Then you've got a long list of doctors who say no, it's not effective, and so you've got so much conflicting information. And you know what? <clears throat> I had a I had a person come up to me the other day and said, well, you know. You need to follow the science, and that will that will tell you. And I said, which one? Yeah, exactly. I said <laughs> which science. And of course, they were they were they just cracked up laughing, and they said, well, that was my point. They said, whose science do you follow? And so, you know, to put this just again, my no win scenario here is by all means. I think if you if you feel uncomfortable in a situation where there's crowds and you feel like you need to wear a mask and and that gives you and a lot of people it's not a matter of health even if it's just mental health if that makes you feel better then by all means do that and i'm not going to try to upset you about that but there's so much conflicting information on you know both sides have 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 just as many guns loaded with information as the other side it's pretty crazy all right so from the frying pan into the fire here we go how would you have voted on this uh, removal of the Confederate monument at the courthouse? Thank you so much, Fred, for, right, for, this, for your kindness this morning. <laughs> uh, let's uh, the uh, again. That one kind of falls into that same category. In that, I don't know what steps did they take to make this decision. Who did they talk to? Who you know? What groups did they talk to? How much feedback did they get from the community? I don't know. That that would have been my first step, is to try to glean as much feedback from the community as possible. Do you think it was knee-jerk? I do. That That's my personal opinion. My opinion, I mean, we have things come up, and within just a very short time, this, this decision is made. But then again, I don't want to be critical of them in the fact of I don't know what they did to come to that decision. All right, fair enough. Uh, he's with us for the hour, Tom Brandon. We got him dancing pretty good in that fire there. Yeah, Thanks. Pretty good. Uh, running for District One, Madison County Commission on the Republican ballot Tuesday. Converting your warped view into something more realistic. Fourteen fifty a.m. and one hundred five point three FM, WTKI Talk. With the Bloomberg Business of Sports Report, I'm Michael Barr. Atlanta Dream co-owner Kelly Leffler has sent a letter to WNBA Commissioner Kathy Engelbert objecting to the league's initiatives to honor the Black Lives Matter movement. Leffler, who is also a Republican U.S. Senator, asked the league commissioner to scrap plans for players to wear warm-up jerseys with Black Lives Matter and say her name, and instead put an American flag on all uniforms and apparel. Leffler says we need less, not more politics in sports in a time when polarizing politics is as divisive as ever. Engelbert issued a statement in response to Leffler saying the WNBA is based on the principle of equal and fair treatment of all people, and we, along with the teams and players, will continue to use our platforms to vigorously advocate for social justice. The WNBA Players Union put out a tweet saying, Enough! Out in response. And that is a Bloomberg Business of Sports report. I'm Michael Barr. The following is a message from PGM. Welcome to Outsea in 60, perspectives from PGM thought leaders. Here's Kathy Marcus, the global COO and head of U.S. equity at PGM Real Estate. I don't think that people will stop wanting to go to the office, but I do think that the purpose of the office will change. And we think our tenants will rethink what they and their employees use their offices for. And that will inform probably some pretty significant changes in design and in the way that things are built. And also in the demand for space. Hear more PGM Perspectives at PGM.com. 
That's PGIM.com. Partner with PGIM, the investment management business of Prudential. These statements are not intended to be investment advice and should not be used as the basis for any investment decision. In many countries around the world, medical care is scarce. From birth defects to serious injuries and illnesses, countless millions have no access to safe surgery. Mercy Ships is there to help. With a team of volunteer professionals, nurses, surgeons, utilizing state-of-the-art hospital ships, Mercy Ships provides free surgeries for the thousands of those who are waiting for surgery at each port. Mercy Ships is bringing services to countries that would otherwise never be able to access those services. We just see people that need help. You realize that they have no way of getting help. And I want them to know that they're loved. Help make a lasting impact and turn someone's fear into joy. Find out how you can help by visiting our website at mercyships.org for more information. That's mercyships.org. Happiness was love of Texas and my rearview mirror. Give some stations an hour and they'll give you heartburn. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. WTKI Talk. Oh, that's funny. Uh, okay, Tom Brandon. So, so, so he's a transfer. You're you're one of those one of those interlopers. I, I was I was. Uh, well, most of us are interlopers. I usually you know that, say right? I was drugged here by my wife, but she's offended by that. It, she uh, she brought me here out of care, kindness, and consideration for my well being. So you married a local gal? I did. She, I did too. She, she she grew up she grew up in Meridianville. Her mom still lives in the same house she grew up in. I, I'm originally from Oklahoma, but now I've been here longer than any other place I've ever lived. We've been here right at 35 years now. So Wow. Well, that's, that's almost uh, almost as long as I've been here. Uh, Tom Brandon is Republican candidate for Madison County Commission District 1, and as with District 6, uh, once this one's over on Tuesday, that, that will be the commissioner. For, uh, for because there's no opposition in November, I want to get to a couple of other things. I know we we spend a little time on some of the more hot button issues, and again, I think I think time will tell on a lot of this stuff. Um, but, but but back to the things that are necessary for District One. I sit and look at, and and I know 72 is kind of a kind of a barrier and kind of not because some of District Three, I guess, is it three? What's the District South? New Hope and all that. And I guess some of yeah, District 2 kind right. of butts up there, too. Um, but for District 1, whether whether you're you actually uh, 72 is all in District 1 or not, it affects District 1. Um, we haven't heard a lot more about, I, I keep hearing it's on the radar for the state, but the, um, you know, the dangerous intersection there at Doug Hill on that side, and then, of course, I guess the state's still talking about extending 565 on on into uh, into that area, uh, maybe I guess past Shields uh, at some point. Um, that's going to take multiple a- agency cooperation right. and probably the commission itself, right? Not just the there's, district there's one commissioner. Yes, there's a in in one that you didn't mention. Of course, it has been uh, uh, several weeks ago. You know, we had a, a tragic death up in the. Uh, Meridianville area on 431, 231 going up there where there seems to be some inadequate drainage on the road up there. We had a, had a vehicle hydroplane and everything. And, and I guess I've been asked about that one probably more than any mm-hmm. other because there was a death involved and, and that's, and that's tragic. The, the problem with it is, is what you just mentioned that you end up with agencies that are having to work together. Uh, a lot of people wanted to know, Again, a quick answer of, hey, what would what would you do as county commissioner to take care of this problem? The problem with that is that's a state highway. There's not a whole lot that county commissioner physically can do with that. That is a state-decided mandate. The main thing that you would do as in that situation, and I know the present county commissioner is aware of the situation and, and wants it you know, he wants that taken care of also. The problem is the state has to decide what it is that they're going to do about it. And, yeah. and really the commissioner's job at that point is has to, <clears throat> lack for a better term, the, the commissioner's job is to keep needling the state that, hey, something right. needs to be done about this and say, hey, you look, our engineers have taken a look at it. This is a dangerous situation that needs to be taken care of 
before it is on your book. So, you, so probably Curtis Vincent would be on your, your mm-hmm. speed dial. Right. There you go. There you Curtis, go. we need some attention yeah, up here. Yeah. You know, so, you know, if yeah. the county commissioner can come and say, hey, we've, t- we've taken a look at this and this definitely, you know, because, uh, from what I understand, the state has already said, well, that section of road is due for repaving in mm-hmm. 2023. Well, this this is an issue that needs to be taken care of now, and it's it's not a repaving issue; it's a drainage issue. Yeah. So, so that you know, that's something that the commissioner would need to stay on the state about. Hey, here's something that needs to be addressed before 2023. Got a lot of road miles in one, right? Yes, uh, yes. There's a, if my understanding, there's there's over there's over five. Matter of fact, more road miles in one than any of the other districts. There's over wow. five. Over 500 road miles in District 1 and almost almost 90 bridges. And you've br- driven a few of those as a bus driver, yeah, right? Yeah, I've, I've driven several of them. Yes. So where where the, the the bridges are the other big concern, yes. and that and the state has been aware of that, yes. and, and yes. money's been apparently set aside right. for that. Right. But we're talking bridges that are in some cases below floodplain and all kinds of stuff, right? Well, uh, the, and, and they're outdated. Right. They don't they don't fit. The guidelines anymore. Yeah, and a lot, a lot of the what they're doing with some of the bridges now, and there's bridge work going on right now in in District One, uh, and and there always there seems to be you know one bridge gets taken. Obviously, you can't do every bridge all at the same time, but uh, right now in District One, you know work is going on on bridges. Uh, one of the one of the deceiving things about bridges are you can drive across and it looks perfectly fine, but the structure from underneath. That never get sees. to see that you, you, part. Yeah. You, you know, the average driver never sees that, and so just keeping up with and looking at those structures from from all sides, both the top and the bottom, to make sure those things are are safe. Is that the biggest issue in District One? Is the is the road miles and maintaining that? I mean, is, is that the top issue, or, or are you well, hearing are you hearing something else? Depends on what group you talk to. Yeah, you know, uh, if you if you, if you if you talk to uh, individuals who have, let's say, have young children that are in school. Obviously, some of their concerns are infrastructure as far as uh, enough school facilities, enough recreational facilities for their uh, for their kids to be a part, uh, you know, to work in and have their ball games at and that type of thing. So, uh, really, you know, then then you you talk to somebody who's moved into a new subdivision and their main concerns are. Hey, what's with the what's with the flooding and and you know drainage in these subdivisions and and how can this be improved? So it just depends on who you're talking to. Do we need and you know and you talk about one that's that's a that that will get you in hot water if you're not careful how you address it. Um, you know there there is we have this big mammoth thing called the Alabama Constitution, which has been amended. I think maybe not as. More times than any of the other 49 states, but probably pretty close. Uh, and, and it did kind of, it, it did what its purpose was to concentrate all the power in Montgomery. Part of that was the fear of, you know, home rule and limited home rule and full home rule. I mean, there are all kinds of debates out there. But the, but the county has limited planning authority. And sometimes that gets us in trouble. Right with with well, building and well, it, well, it, I'm gonna build out in the county because I can take shortcuts. Well, well, well yeah, yeah, you can. <laughs> you know, and, and 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 as you said, you know, to say that every everybody understands the idea of a simple thing is one size does not fit all. You know, this is this is not a ball cap that has a, a has a label on it that says one size fits most sizes. You know that. So the idea that we treat from from Montgomery that we treat every single county in the exact same way is not a good idea is because every county has different needs and has mm-hmm. uh, different things going on in it uh, so just to say well this is this is going to fit everywhere uh, is is kind of kind of ridiculous for us to think that it's going to fit that way you know and and i think people don't realize you have you have incorporated areas within district 1 as well mm-hmm. And fortunately, a good bit of that is handled by mostly city of Huntsville, but there may be other jurisdictions that are sort of, I don't know if Gurley's got the budget that, that, you know, to deal with a lot of the things, so the county has to step in anyway. But you, you've got this, this view that I, I would think you could design something. And frankly, I don't know what the requirements are. I just know they're not, 
what the requirements are within municipalities. But if you're if you're densely populated, maybe the rules are a little different than if you're out, you know, on the farm and you know you're not going to have to conform to all these. But there's got to be some planning mechanism that it, because as a city resident, my concern is you build a subdivision that's not up to at least close to city code, and then you annex it at some point down the road. Now you're dealing with all these issues. You're buying exactly. those issues when exactly. you when you incorporate. So it's it's a double-edged sword, right. right? It is. You know, one size doesn't fit all. Well, we're figuring that out in some places. Hey, I'm one of those guys who thinks Birmingham should have been allowed to stupidly raise its minimum wage <laughs> and the legislature should have backed off. Because um, I would have loved to see all that just play out, but now we don't get to see that happen. All right. Uh, he's with us for a few more segments. In fact, for the next half hour. Uh, and his opponent tomorrow. Tom Brandon. Uh, running for District 1 Madison County Commission on the Republican ballot on Tuesday. It's not all rocket science. Fred Holland on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM WTKI Talk. Good morning. They should be clearing on that wreck. Martin Luther King and Kelly Cemetery. And we got reports of patchy fog this morning, so you'll definitely want to be careful, especially if you've got a long way to go. If you're injured in a car wreck, send your Timberlake and Lee can help. 536-0770 or law-injury.com. I'm Captain Nick in the Popeye 72 and Jeff Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. In the day on a good note with dinner and a charming atmosphere at Main Street Cafe in historic downtown Madison. Visit the website for weekly food and drink specials. Enjoy your visit inside or on the patio. Wine down Wednesdays with $3 off all wine by the glass. Thirsty Thursday at Main Street offers beer and cocktail specials. Main Street Cafe, 101 Main Street, next to the railroad track in Madison. Discover all they have to offer at MainStreetCafeMadison.com. Well, hey, 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 how are you today? Hope you had a great Independence Day weekend. I just watched Hamilton over and over and over again. I'm going to talk about tech this weekend. We'll take your calls, answer your questions, get the latest tech news. There's a lot, believe it or not, usually this is the doldrums, but there's a lot to talk about this weekend. I hope you'll join me. Leo Laporte, the tech guy. All tech, all the time, this weekend right here. Join me, won't you? I'll be looking for you. Saturday nights at 6 on WTKI Talk. Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. We create professional materials and submit them to companies who are looking for new ideas in your category. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review new ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We offer 3D modeling and animation, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to present client ideas to additional companies. Join people just like you who made the call to invent help. You have nothing to lose. The call and the information are free. Call 1-800-211-6137. That's 1-800-211-6137. Again, 1-800-211-6137. Main Street Cafe in historic downtown Madison has a cozy and charming southern atmosphere. If you've had lunch at Main Street, you will love dinner with ribeyes, fillets, New Orleans-style seafood, the black and blue or grilled chicken Caesar salad, and a good variety of fresh veggies and sides. Visit their website for nightly drink and food specials. Main Street Cafe, 101 Main Street, next to the railroad track in Madison. Discover all that they have to offer at MainStreetCafeMadison.com. From barbecues to pool parties, it can be a lot of fun to entertain outdoors. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about keeping the party going after the sun goes down right after this. 
Are you tired of cleaning your shower? Let Wet and Forget Shower clean it for you. Wet and Forget is the quickest, easiest way to keep your shower sparkling clean. Just spray the shower top to bottom and you're done. Next morning, simply rinse it clean. That's it. Use Wet and Forget Shower once a week to tackle soap scum, shower grime, mold, and mildew stains. No scrubbing, no bleach, and no harsh fumes. Don't waste time scrubbing your shower. Pick up a bottle of Wet and Forget Shower at the Home Depot. For a $2 off coupon, go to homedepot.com slash cleaning savings. Landscape lighting is one of the best ways to welcome guests along the front walk of a home or to create a great atmosphere around the patio in the evening hours. These low-voltage or solar-powered lights are easy to install, but over time, they will need a little maintenance. Often, the low-voltage fixtures will stop working because corrosion builds up on the metal contacts inside the bulb socket. You can remedy this by removing the corrosion with a small piece of sandpaper or an emery board and then spraying some electrical contact cleaner into the socket. Solar-powered models are less prone to this problem. However, you may have to replace the batteries inside the fixtures that store the power generated during daylight hours. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Sometimes life is wonderful, and sometimes it's not. Cherish the good, but always be prepared for life's challenges. At Private Healthcare, we provide the peace of mind you deserve. With Private Healthcare, you'll get the coverage you want and healthcare you need. If your employer doesn't supply healthcare coverage and you don't qualify for Medicare or Medicaid, you need to give us a call right now. Private Healthcare is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical, dental, vision, and even prescription coverage. When life comes at you unexpectedly, you need to be ready. And health insurance is your financial safety net. If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is 35000 or more, give us a call at 800-626-4910. That's 800-626-4910. 800-626-4910. If you or someone you care about is struggling with substance use, don't wait to get help. The Addiction Resource Center is a free alcohol and drug helpline staffed by counselors and available 24-7 at 1-833-301-HELP or visit addictionresourcecenter.org. A message from Addiction Policy Forum, a nonprofit group started by families who've been where you are. Reach out today. That's 1-833-301-HELP. Charlie Daniels still uh, probably for the next few weeks. Keep reading incredible tributes to the man and uh, just an awesome human being. Uh, for rebates and special financing options and a new Lennox Home Comfort System, call All Weather Heating and Air Conditioning, 256-852-8825. You can also visit online, InsideWeatherGuy.com. Terms and conditions apply. Alabama certification number 83073. We understand there's fog out there somewhere. Just um, our guests didn't encounter any, and uh, but it's out there. Uh, slight chance of uh, showers early. Advisory for patchy fog before 8. 50% chance today, 50% chance tonight. The weekend looks a little better. Heat index back tomorrow. It's going to feel like 103. Uh, we'll get to about 92. Today only to 88, so the clouds are going to mitigate that a little bit. Uh, Tom Brandon is Republican candidate for Madison County uh, Commission District 1. Uh, okay, so we talked a little bit about uh, you know moving slowly on some issues, um, not doing knee-jerk stuff, uh, particularly regarding you know masks. You made the point. Uh, you know, everybody's got their, <laughs> they got their experts, right? I, I find that yeah, funny, great. actually. Um, and then, of course, uh, moving on the monuments, I think we're going to end up with some kind of resolution, but that, that would be something, should you prevail, you're going to have to end up voting on. Um, and, and then this idea that, that, that your district has the most road miles, I, I think that's arguable, uh, in, in, in your direction, because I think you drive up in there. Yes. 
Oh, yeah. It's a lot of roads. There's a lot of roads. <laughs> well, and then south of you, when you get down there, you got a lot of floodplains. So you have, you know, you got less road miles, but you got more, you got more four lane roads, probably. Right. What, all right, so outside of that, what, what do you, on the campaign trail, what, Tom, what are you hearing, um, as issues? Are there issues I haven't brought up here? What, no, what, I, what, I are the, what are the we've, things we've, people we've are... Hit, we've hit most of those. You know, uh, you've got your, your rec centers and recreational uh, facilities uh, that people want to see improved. They, you know, uh, for the most part, most of the recreational facilities in District One are haven't had a whole lot of improvement or growth in them in a number of years, and uh, so a lot of people want to see because of obviously because of the number of people who have moved into the area, the usage, the number of kids using them, that type of thing. You would expect some type of growth, and so they're they're concerned about those type of things. And, and but you're limited, and so, right? right? I mean, you're limited on you get a certain budget. You have one shed yeah. or two sheds. Two. Up there, two. two. Mm-hmm. So it has two sheds as well. Right. So there's the maintenance of roads and all right. of that. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have the unit system. It's up to the to, to the commissioner, uh, whoever that will be after mm-hmm. Tuesday. Um, but the other part of this is is you got to be kind of creative, right? I would think. Are, are there other ways to get money for for parks and rec? Uh, yeah. Well, there are some. Uh, other things. Actually, you know, you go out there and you start looking for matching funds of, of organizations and groups that Partners. are willing, yeah, you know, that are willing to partner with you and help with certain things that, are uh, the, uh, one of the, uh, Big parks over in District 1 area is over at Sharon Johnston Park. If, I don't know if you're familiar with mm-hmm. it. It's, it's over towards the New Market area there. Really, really nice park. Uh, the director of that park is uh, Jenny Barrett. Uh, she does an excellent job about going out and trying to find people who are partner with and doing other type of things to help raise funds for the park. You know, they'll have a car show occasionally and, and other type of things out there to help raise, raise those type of funds. So you have to be kind of creative. And then, then also, if you know where to look, there are also uh, opportunities where there are groups that have grant money. You know, that you can apply for grants and say, hey, this is what we want to do with this and, uh, and explain what kind of, uh, what do you want to do with that money, and they and they choose whether or not they want to help fund those type of things. You know, I had suggested this for state parks, and I guess you could do it for county and municipal right. parks as well. I wouldn't have a problem with a like a Boeing trail on a state park, you know, something like that, or or, or even and 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 then you get into none of our small parks and rec, parks and rec areas have this, but on the state level, I don't even have a problem with contracting out the lodges to, mm-hmm. to commercial mm-hmm. companies that know what they're doing. Right. You know, but but I th- this idea that we should never commercialize these, well, that may be where the, you know, <laughs> we have uh, the baseball fields have sponsorships right, exactly. on them, mm-hmm. right? I mean, they're already utilizing Toyota that. Field. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Toyota Field, perfect example <laughs> right. in Madison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think it's an, it, 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 it's a often tapped resource right. in some areas and maybe an untapped one for others. Well, you know, the, you know? The, you, uh, it's not unusual for schools to have people who will, uh, businesses that will come in and company with a school and say, hey, we want to help with this particular project. And, uh, that, that is, that's good for the school. Obviously, it's good PR for the companies to be involved and show that they're involved in the communities and helping with those type of you things. You know, the other job, uh, in addition to being District 1 commissioner, is you, you would also be part of the greater body. Uh, the county commission, most county commissions, Madison County Commission included, um, your revenue sources are limited. I mean, it's basically sales tax and some property tax, and a lot of that's already earmarked, right? Uh, you, so, and that, and that's that's exactly right. You, since you obviously you work under a budget, it's not a it's not an unlimited budget. You just can't say we'll we're going to do this and not worry about the funding. You've got you've got to have the money within the budget to be able to do those things. And so, because of that, obviously, if if you and I work on our household budget, you look at it and say, hey, here's four projects that I need to do, but I can't afford to do all four of them at the same time. You and I, we'd prioritize that and say, this is this is the most important one that I get done first. And so you've got to do with do that same thing on the county level, on a, on a county-wide level. You, you look at what you have, look at what your needs are and say, okay, we're going to have to prioritize some things here and uh, and put them in that type of lineup. Have you been privy to the budget I mean, as a candidate? Is that something you get a chance to peruse? Or do you feel like there's accountability there? Well, you know, the, the 
funding that comes in as far as budget and that type of stuff, obviously that has that has to be a matter of public record because mm-hmm. this is what's going on. And so you you can take a look at it in that way. Uh, but to sit down with him and say, okay, why are you doing this yeah. and that type of what thing? What exactly that's the whole thing. is this? <laughs> exactly. So, so. Yeah, because the, there's transparency, but, right. and then there's a big but, dot, dot, dot after it, right? So, correct. <laughs> How did you so, get here, and what else is involved? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so exactly what does this line item mean? The uh, So... Uh, but again, they they work within a framework of a budget, just like all of us do. And so, why do you want this job? Well, there's some days I wake up and ask myself the exact same thing. <laughs> but uh, no, the, uh, this job I, I spent, you know, altogether I spent almost 35 years working in education, and I and I did, I gave, and which is a, which is a people people job you know mm-hmm. you're dealing with people on all kinds of levels and i i spent thir- over 30 spent 35 years working in education and dealing with people and helping helping what i thought was trying to help better the community help better the district help better the county through education well i've i've retired from that now and i i feel this is this is my way to continue to do the same thing on a different level so continue. you've done. So you taught math and science. <laughs> taught math, science, and then some years then I taught a little bit of everything. And so. then started driving a bus. And then drove a bus and coached for twenty years. Good so. Lord, <laughs> <laughs> can't get enough. So this you see as kind of a natural progression, right? This, in this, what you've already this been doing. lets me continue to work with the people. It helps me to continue to work with people that I've known, that I've worked with, whether it be through school, whether it be through sports, whether it be through the parks, all those type of things. This allows me to continue to do that same thing but on a different level all right we're gonna talk a little bit uh what else have we got here i got a couple other things on my list here i'll get to i've, I've already hit you with the, the the you know the ones that you thank me profusely for bringing okay. up yeah let's let's, uh, let's, hit the, let's hit the softball ones on, and before we go out of here the gravy trailer oh i'm just too nice now you've done it all right tom brandon republican candidate madison county commission district one uh his opponent tomorrow uh anyway tom's with us for the hour we'll let him do a little politic and at the end as well coming up Listen online to WTKI Talk at WTKIRadio.com. Haven't heard anything new accident-wise. No stalls or traffic signal headaches. You be careful on that trip in this morning. If you're not out the door, try to get out the door a little early so you got a couple of extra minutes just in case. Popeye's Buffalo Ranch Tenders, a signature side and a buttermilk biscuit, now only 5 bucks. University in Jordan, 72 in Jeff, and North Parkway. Captain Nick in the Jordan Lane Popeye Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk. Quality Co-op stores have been serving the needs of farmers and cattlemen since 1936. They supply the finest seed, crop protectants, and crop nutrients. They also supply the highest quality feed, feed ingredients, and animal health products available. But that's not all you get at the co-op. You can also get the advice and knowledge 75 years in the business has given them. Stop by your local Quality Co-op store and experience their down-to-earth values. You'll be glad you did. Work is a part of all of us. It's a winning spirit, a trade, or a passion to help others. Working drives us to push beyond what we thought was possible and allows us to be there for the things that really matter. We know that the world around us has changed. And that's why the Alabama Department of Labor is here to get you back to working hard. We're committed to helping job creators fill their ranks with talented candidates, and we're passionate about helping those candidates find the right fit. Our programs offer on-the-job training where young workers can earn while they learn and prepare themselves for full-time employment. Work is a part of all of us. Let us help you get back to work by visiting your local career center or alabamaworks.alabama.gov. Funding provided by the USDOL, ETA, and Federal WIOA, an equal opportunity employer program. Auxiliary aids and services available upon request. Brought to you by this station and the Alabama Broadcasters Association. If you're 85 or younger, would you like peace of mind and comfort for your family? 
We're Final Expense Direct with an urgent message for you. The average funeral today costs over $8,000, but the most you'll get from government benefits is $255. How will your family pay the difference? We can help. Our senior plans start as low as just a dollar a day and pay up to $30,000 for a funeral and other final expenses. Peace of mind is easy. There's no medical exam. You'll have lifetime coverage, and your plan can't be canceled as long as you pay your premiums. Call now for free information about our senior plans. Answer a few simple questions and receive approval right on the phone. Plus, call right now, and we'll give you a discount prescription card for free. Call 800-526-7931. That's 800-526-7931. Again, 800-526-7931. 7931. One in eight women will be diagnosed with breast cancer in their lifetime. To the Breast Cancer Research Foundation of Alabama, that's one too many. When you buy the Breast Cancer Research Specialty License Plate, you're helping to save lives by funding critical research. Visit your DMV and get your breast cancer research tag. All funds raised stay here in Alabama, but the research has a global life-saving impact. Visit bcrfa.org or call 205-996-5463. I left Oklahoma driving in a Pontiac just about to lose my mind. I was going to Arizona, maybe on to California where the people all live so fine. My baby said I was crazy. Tom Brandon, Republican candidate, Madison County Commission District 1, joining us. All right, I, I want to ask you, uh, we vote Tuesday, 22% is about what they're, 17 to 22, I think is what John Merrill thinks, which wouldn't be bad for a July vote, all things considered. I think we've had worse ones. Um, bring something unique you would bring to the Madison County Commission, or some odd thing that you would like to see happen, if you could make it happen. Wow, thanks. Uh, well, there's all kinds of things I'd like to see happen. Uh, but you got one that keeps popping up, going, "I wish they, I wish they would consider this." Uh, or, 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 I guess it's kind of a thinking out of the box kind right, of question. Right. Uh, I again, the one of the things that just keeps coming back that people keep mentioning to me, and then, of course, again, depending on the group that you talk to, is uh, is are are the recreational facilities, and we we, we live in a society where. Whether we like it or not, we there are a lot of families seem to have some free recreational time or seem to have more of it. And even so, you know, with with the way things are changing because of because of what we're going on going through right now, so many more people are working from home and uh, that type of thing. So their their schedules aren't as rigid as they used mm-hmm. to be, and they seem to have. And you know, uh, I know my wife works from home, and a lot of times. As long as she has her phone and has her computer, you know, we can we can go somewhere and she's still working whether we you know whether we're gone out of state or gone out of the county. So that gives you more time for the kids and going it, to some it, it of these gives facilities you, it gives you more, if they're adequate. Uh, yeah, it gives you more flexibility with your schedules and because of that a lot of people look towards those things, uh, uh, recreational facilities and it may be uh, you know, whether it be walking trails or hiking trails or, or, you know, it's not just your traditional, hey, we need just a place to play baseball or softball. And, uh, it's, you've got all these other things that are coming in now that are, people are just spending in general more time outdoors. I remember getting a thing signed by President Kennedy that that said I had achieved you know fitness and all right. that. Yes. We don't do that anymore, right? Uh, and and we need to encourage. There, there are some, an opportunity there, there, there's there, actually some there? uh, in the schools. There are actually some still physical fitness awards that do come through uh, the presidency like that. Uh, it, you just don't hear that much about them anymore. Yeah, it's not as important yeah, it, it, in the pecking order of <laughs> life's issues. It, it is, but, but we have an opportunity right. here. And, and look, we've seen a, we're going to see a monumental shift. People staying home and spending more time with the right. family. That's all of a sudden become a real lifestyle there, there, issue. There's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, out, out of all of this, there's going to be some changes that I think are not just momentary changes, but I think we're going to see some changes that are, will become permanent things. Like I said, we've got more and more people working from home. And because that had their, their Able schedules. Able to pet the, the pussycat and time. keep you informed all at the same time. Fred Holland on WTKI Talk. 
I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. Investors will be reacting to a new reading on the job market today, the number of people filing for unemployment benefits in the week ending on the 4th of July. Software company SAP says its earnings improved in the spring quarter. It's seeing a strong recovery in the Asia-Pacific and Japan region. More than 170 nonprofit groups are urging Johnson & Johnson to take talc-based baby powder off the market worldwide because of concerns it may cause cancer. The powder is no longer sold in the U.S. Johnson & Johnson says talc-based powder is safe. Jewelry chain Pandora says its business is holding up better than expected. The Danish-based business sees a break-even spring quarter. It was predicting a significant downturn. More than 86% of its locations are now open. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola. Invested in you. Time's running out to win $7,000 a week for life from Publishers Clearinghouse. Enter now at PCH.com and you could win $7,000 a week, week after week, for life. Don't miss your chance to win because $7,000 a week for life is ready to be awarded on August 31st. Go to PCH.com and enter before it's too late. That's PCH.com. Better hurry if you want the next big winner to be you. Enter now at PCH.com. Entries due 826. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. We are still rolling along in good shape, not finding any wrecks, stalls, or traffic signal problems. Heavy traffic load, all those inbounds are busy, and you be careful this morning. Expert heart care backed by advanced technology. When you need cardiac care, you need the heart doctor, Dr. Randall Burns, and the team at Huntsville Heart Specialist, Bob Wallace Avenue, Captain Nick and the Popeyes, North Parkway, Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk. We're the stronger-than-we-look type. I've had type 1 diabetes since I was 2. The braver-than-you-think type. I have to take insulin shots every single day. The type that sees the odds and says they're meant to be overcome. The research JDRF is funding, it's life-changing. We're the plan for a cure type. When I grow up, I hope type 1 diabetes will be something I used to have. The closer-than-you-think type. Things like the artificial pancreas, they aren't ideas. They're happening right now. The type that will stop at nothing. No more blood sugar tests. Absolutely nothing. No more insulin shots. Until type 1 becomes type none. Support GDRF, the world's largest funder of type 1 diabetes research. So one day you can say, I helped turn type 1 into type none. Join us now at JDRF.org and spread the word. Hashtag type none. Our customers trust us to take them to the next level in business process automation. Lyosi Group President Nick Lyosi. Our next level team researches real solutions, human resource, digital signage, and workflow software. For our customers, the return on investment is immediate. Our team holds your hand through the transition and stays with you. Doing the right thing. Drake Avenue and at LyosiGroup.com. She's smart, cute, and very hairy. Touchdown. Every morning. Tiki, the official mascot of WTKI Talk. Now and then. Give that chicken fat back to the chicken and don't be chicken again. No. I just think that's fine eating. You know, it's National Cow Day, and here we are talking about chickens. Good Lord. Well, you said you got that certificate from uh, Mr. Kennedy, President Kennedy, about the fitness thing, so yeah. I thought I'd throw some chicken fat in here. Chicken so. fat's good for you, isn't it? Hey, that's the tastiest part. I'm telling you, the fat's <laughs> always better. Why is the good stuff bad for you? I never understood that. All right, so we got an interesting ballot here. If you're picking up the Republican ballot on Tuesday... Uh, you got Sessions and Tuberville, you got Kellum and Smith, and then Brandon and McNeese are, are on your ballot, uh, if you were in District 1. Uh, and that is going to be, um, uh, in, in many of these cases, of course, the, the Senate race will continue on. I believe for criminal appeals, I can't, Scotty, remind me, is that, is there a Democrat in that in the fall? I can't remember. 
There is, I do believe. I believe that one goes on. But in your case, and also on the Democrat ballot in District 6, uh, whatever happens on Tuesday decides it. So, um, look, we've talked a little bit about road miles. And, and, um, I mean, are there ways? The county doesn't have the money to replace all these bridges by itself and, and do some of these road things you were talking about. How do we get that done? Well, there's there's some there's some funding that does come from the state that you have to uh, incorporate in there, and so with that with that funding from from that that has been set aside, and then plus with the county, you just kind of again you work on that budget of oh, this is what we have and, and this is what we've got to work with. But you're competing. That's where you're competing when you go to the, the general body there, because you're all fighting for your district. Right. Exactly. Uh, your priority's got to be it's a squeaky wheel gets the grease, right? Sometimes, yeah, yeah. You, Sometimes that happens. You, you've got to lay out. You've got to lay out a. You've got to lay out a plan and say here, here, you know, and, and be able to justify what it is that you're wanting to do. You know, there was a, and, and I don't even know if you have an opinion on this, but I, there was a county commission meeting yesterday, and it was in, it was like ten o'clock in the morning. They tried later in the day. I, I think they tried the six o'clock thing, and nobody showed up. Uh, I don't know if anybody showed up yesterday. Um, is it is it something we try again, or is it just does does it make sense to just if it's important enough, you're going to come? Well, you know. I- Unfortunately, a lot of times the I don't think the people keep themselves well enough informed about what's going on in with the county commission. And uh, you know, we live in a day and time where really, if you you want to hear what all's going on with the county commission, not only if you cannot be there in person, you know they they broadcast that. It, mm-hmm. There's a live broadcast of it, and if you can watch it at that time, and you can watch it later in the day because they'll 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 rebroadcast. You know that is the that. beauty and, of it. Uh, yeah, most of our most of our municipalities do it. Huntsville City right. does it. Uh, you want to see it? And some of these council meetings and commission meetings go long. Yeah, <laughs> it just that part makes you go. I guess I would I would rather have a root canal than watch some of this stuff sometimes. All right, which gets us back to we always give you the last word here. Why Tom Brandon for uh, for District One Madison County Commission on Tuesday? Well, I've spent a lot of I've spent a lot of years in in District One, and like I have said, working with the people, and and I feel like I know the people and the needs of the people in District One. You know, I would encourage everybody to be sure and get out and vote. And and the reason is, you know, when you wake up. When you woke up this morning and when you wake up tomorrow morning, when you look outside your door, those things that you're seeing outside your door, whether it's trash pickup day, whether it's the road that you drive down, whether it's the school facilities that your child attends, all of those things that are immediately visible to you, that's the county commission. You know, is it raining so hard that the ditches are, are, are flooding in your neighborhood or, or is, and without thinking of the bad, Hey, maybe it is adequate, and and you're you're glad that it's adequate, and it's not coming over on you, and things are done. But those things that you look outside your door, those immediate things, those are the things that have to do with the county commission. They need to, everybody needs to get out and let their voice be heard tomorrow. All right, where do they where do they find your uh, where, where do they find your campaign? At, at uh, Tom Brandon for County Commission uh, dot com. They they can find that. Uh, find me on Facebook, and uh, I would appreciate their vote. All right, Tuesday. Tuesday, the uh, 14th, next week. Coming up. Yeah, it's almost here. It seems like it took forever to get here, but here it is. I know. They're, they're, they're moving this thing. The longest campaign in history. Uh, yeah, no <laughs> kidding. His opponent tomorrow. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you very much. The Small Business Advocate, Jim Blassengame, Saturday at 2 on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. Dismiss. It can warm a room. It can comfort your tired feet. It can be an inspiration piece for your entire house. Nothing says home like the perfect rug. We've all been spending a lot of time at home recently, and you've probably been looking for ways to improve the look and comfort. Pars Gallery of Fine Rugs is now reopened. Operating with your safety in mind, you can choose from Alabama's largest selection of handmade and machine-made rugs from all over the world, from small accent to palace size. All styles and designs, antique, semi-antique, and new, giving your home unique personality. Pars Gallery even offers professional cleaning, repair, and restoration with free pickup and delivery, sanitizing your rug to keep you safe. Come by our showrooms today and save big a fine rug that will create a foundation for a beautiful room. Pars Gallery on Culver Road in Mountain Brook and Whitesburg Drive in Huntsville. And online at ParsGallery.net. Pars Gallery of Fine Rugs. Adding beauty and elegance from the floor up.
celebrating capitalism and freedom 24 hours a day, 14